Shut up and sit down. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Hey, I'm not a Jedi. I can't levitate. You gotta go faster, faster. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? They are who we thought they were. We let them on the hook. Let's go now. You fired the first shot. Let's go, man. What's up? What's up? Twenty three. Uh, saw a post today. I thought oh, you were talking sorry. about a player. I'm like, who's twenty three in the house? Um, the year twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome downside, Mike. By the way. <laughs> um, but no, they someone uh, Travis had posted today, a friend of ours, and then I just I seen other people the Michael Jordan year. I'm like, uh, when yeah. did it even come to your mind? Like, I don't uh, even know where you were. Like, so we're just like disregarding the twenty altogether. Hundred percent. Twenty three. Yeah, they're like the Michael Jordan year. I'm like, okay, all right, sounds good. Um, nah, it's been a great year so far in the short time we've been here. Five days. Um, super excited. You know, I wish I don't, I don't get into the new year's resolution and I don't get into the fresh start. Oh, if I, you will. I get into that part. Do you? Yeah. Because I do see the end of the year as a culmination of ending and you look forward to things. I don't do resolutions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do make goals though, and, and I know that seems to be the same thing. But no, you do. You're like, hey, I make, this go- I make goals, but I don't see it as like, uh, like a fresh start. Yeah. Like goals, goals for this year, yeah. But it's not like, yeah. all right, 2022 is done. None of that matters coming in. No, it's all still there. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the the mortgage payment's still coming in. Yeah. <laughs> I, there ain't no fresh start. <laughs> um, everything's the same. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm super excited. It's gonna be a good year. Uh, with each year, I feel like it just gets better. Um, goes faster. Yeah, it goes fast. Appreciate it more. Uh, less hair on top of my head. Um, so yeah, but so bowl season, buddy. Yeah, it's been good. It's been good to us. Um, there's a lot on there. I'll let you kind of break down some of the the goodies you got. Well, it started off really bad, and I was like, man, it's gonna be tough. Plus, you know, obviously being a Bama guy, they weren't in it. You lose a little luster, but it. Definitely wrapped up to be really good in my opinion. But run through a couple of the big games. We won't name every team because there's a million bowls. And you've talked about it. I've talked about it. There's too many bowl games. But if the money's there, it is what it is. But a team we mentioned, a game we mentioned on the show last time with bowl season was 24 Troy uh, playing UTSA. Both were uh, really good. Had, you know, 11 or 12 win seasons. Uh, Well, I guess 12. But. Uh, Troy finishes it off with 11 straight wins and a score record for wins in a season going 12-2. and two. So that's pretty impressive. One that's close to home for Alabama guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's right in our backyard. Yeah. Um, so I knew some people went there. So, I mean, just you like to see a smaller school, and we've talked about Coastal Carolina last year, have a you know historic year but also finish it off the right way. You know who else went to Troy? 2023 Hall of Fame finalist DeMarcus Ware. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, and another, I'll jump down real quick and and stay in that same vein. But sixteen two lane also went twelve and two. And they upset tenth ranked USC in classic fashion. Phenomenal, great game. bowl. Phenomenal uh, it, it reminds me a little bit, not to the extreme. It reminds me of Boise State back in the day. Just that small underdog coming in. To Watch the highlights today. God, so good. They had that that's today. the all time greatest 
uh, non-championship bowl game in my lifetime that I remember. Uh, I mean, complete upset. Uh, ended the game on – tied the game on a trick play yeah. and then won the game on a trick play. Yeah. Just insane. Great execution. You don't even see trick plays these days, hardly, much less execute. Like, what's up, Flea Flicker? Almost 99.9% of Flea Flickers get destroyed. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah, Tulane, they, they handle business against uh, USC with last-second touchdown. Um, got in with just a couple seconds left and one. So, really great season for them. So, that's two teams that you do not see ranked most of the time. Both get 12 wins on the season, which is really, really, really good. Um, and I don't know where they'll finish based on how the season ends, but if you're in the top 15 as those schools, that's pretty darn impressive. Well, it's where you go from here, too. Yeah. Um, you know, it usually there's a lot of uh, attrition. <coughs> you lose a lot of guys. Yeah, are you going to be a Cincy? Yeah. Or are you going to be a team that you know comes back next year? You're going to be you know, a few years now yeah. of your name being mentioned in talks. Uh, moving on, though, 15 Oregon, they won over UNC. I only mentioned this one because it was a really good game, and there's a string of just super, super close one-score games. But 28-27, um, Arkansas, they beat Kansas. Now, not so much from Arkansas, but Kansas had a good start to the season, which Arkansas did too. But Kansas hasn't been relevant at all. Not bowl eligible isn't anything to write home about, but they ended up going uh, with the barn burner here, 55-53, so that was a heck of a bowl game. Uh, Washington, 12th ranked. Uh, they beat Texas uh, 27-20, so Texas ends up 8-5. and five. Really not a good year for them at all. I don't think they probably accomplished a single goal they set out before themselves this year, I wouldn't think. Um, so the, the problem with Texas is you're on the cusp. Yeah. You had tough games this year. Yeah, yeah. You almost beat some really good opponents. Can you build and get it done next year? Or are we sitting here in 2024 going eight and five Texas just kind of a letdown, didn't get any of their goals accomplished? Yeah. And that's, that's what they've been. It's like even a quote unquote good year for Texas right now is eight and five. It's yeah. like, can you build? Can you go further and m make a run? Being a New Year's Six Bowl, being one of those big time bowls, yeah. so challenge for your your conference, conference title. 100%. You know what I mean, um, uh, moving on, Florida State, thirteenth uh, in the nation. They beat Oklahoma. Um, they finished ten and three, which for them is good. They're double digit wins. They strung together quite a few good games down the stretch. And I'm not saying they had the greatest competition with the ACC, but you're flirting with the top ten postseason ranking, and that that says a lot about that program with how it's been the last few years because it's been a debacle um, ever since um, basically I would say going back to Jameis Winston year and then with um, Jimbo leaving like it's just not been an, a good situation at all so I mean, 10 wins is a good sight for them yeah I mean they they don't compete for anything mm -hmm. ever since Jameis Winston so uh, Notre Dame uh, 21 they beat South Carolina 19 it was 45 38 another close game really good game and both teams they ended up with respectable records I think Notre Dame was nine and four uh, and they had a rough start so they actually did pretty good down the stretch first year head coach I thought he did well um, Tennessee man they impressed me uh, 31 14 over Clemson I wouldn't have said them winning was impressive but they just looked like a better team considering that their all-star quarterback wasn't there obviously he was lost for the season but they as a team looked really good they are legit they were I a just, legit team this year. i hate being a broken record or not but again next year can tennessee be this team again yeah. I, I hate seeing that because i get excited you know, i'm getting i'm getting you know 
getting pumped up. I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be awesome. And then next year they come out and they go like two and four to start yeah. before or what they play Alabama in the first five games. I usually. don't know, but whatever. It's like you know they got like a, one or two wins and three or four losses playing Alabama. It's like oh, okay, yeah. Can you continue? Can yeah. you move forward and be a perennial team? Yeah, it's been twenty something years since they've had a season this successful. Yes, hundred percent. So yeah, can you? I want to be excited. I do. Yeah. Um, Bama, they beat Kansas State 45-20, and it wasn't even that close, really. What, I mean, what was your thoughts on that? Because you were a big Kansas State guy. Obviously, I'm a biased Alabama fan, but I'm not really biased. I'm pretty objective, but, I mean, what did you think? Did you think it was more of a letdown by Kansas State, more of a, hey, Alabama showed no, up? No, no, no. I'm 100% on the Alabama train on this one. Yeah. I, we were texting a little bit. I was super busy doing some stuff, and, um, you know, Alabama looked kind of – you know, rough there. Oh yeah, the first like eight minutes. Yeah. Um, Kansas State, you know, gets the lead, and then Alabama goes bang bang, fourteen uh, ten. I text you. I said it's done, buddy. Yeah. The, Alabama went down the field in consecutive drives with ease. I said it's done, and from that moment on, they did not let their foot off the pedal. Yeah, it was a route. It was, and I I was nervous. I mean, Kansas State jumped out ten nothing. I'm like, God, here we go. We're missing throws. We're just we're not connecting. Defense kind of looking shaky, and they they turned it on. They warmed up. They hadn't played in a while, been a month. So this is, I mean, I fought for this back when we were talking about the the SC LSU going to the SC championship, and yeah. they don't deserve it. But blah, blah. this is the Alabama team I knew yeah. would show up for the biggest game of the year. Yeah. And to them, this this year, obviously, look in hindsight, but this was the biggest game that yeah. they're going to have all year, yeah. and that's Kansas State bowl game on the big stage, eleven a.m. Everybody's fired up, just waking up out of bed. I'm joking, but it's tough to um, be fired up at 11. I can't imagine getting up and getting. I mean, you're up and moving at you know 7:30. I mean, they in New Orleans, the people are just going to bed. You, you're not wrong. I'm just keeping. It I've real. been there and yes. been up at 7:30 in the morning. There's people on the sidewalk sleeping. Yes, like 100. percent Pretty weird. Um, just a couple left, exactly two, actually. Number three, TCU. Mm. Your Horn Frogs, mm. uh, they escaped Michigan in a nail-biter. 51-45. Complete control. It was shaky, but 51-45 gets it done against a good team, and the offenses just went bananas in the second half, just opened um, it up. You know, give, give respect to Michigan. You know, they, uh, they're a grinder. Yeah. They're very, very physical. And TCU was in control of this game throughout. I mean, from the get-go. And it just, that second half as it went on, you know, give credit to TCU's offense and those coaches for just continue to keep that foot on the pedal. Yeah. Because at any second, they could have lost it. Michigan just grinds on you, man. Just wears on you. And that defense just got tired. And yeah. Michigan just started doing whatever they wanted. Yep. So TCU's having to bring – you know, more people to stop the run because they're tired. Well, Michigan's just dropping bombs. That's the thing. I, like I said to you watching the game, I said, if you took Michigan's five biggest plays and TCU's five biggest plays and erased them off the board, TCU beats them by 30. Like, literally, every touchdown Michigan had was like 40 yards plus. Yeah, big It one. was just insane. That defense was just exhausted, you know, undisciplined. That's the first thing that goes when you're tired. You're just. It was very different from what I would have expected. I mean, I would have thought a low score and lower, and it wasn't. I mean, they the offense were on fire, and 
they both had their ways in different in different ways, but yeah, yeah. they did what they wanted to do. Fifty one yeah. points, that's impressive. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then moving on to the last semifinal game, Georgia, they absolutely survived Ohio State. There's no other way to put that. Ohio State came to play. They impressed me more than any team, I think, this postseason. Um, I think without Marvin, Marvin Harrison Jr. being there, that it kind of gave a little bit of an edge to Georgia to chip back in. I just hate an asterisk, man. Yeah. I hate an asterisk. Because he was having a day, this multiple touchdowns. Two years in a row, yeah. Georgia escapes a game where – it's undoubt. Like, there's no doubt. You ask any coach, any analyst, anybody that looks at this game and looks at the Alabama Georgia game last year. Yeah. Harrison goes out. That's the moment. Yeah. You look at Alabama, they lose literally every receiver last year. And it's like, that was the moment. You know, you that dude was owning them. That's the thing. It, it, like, the immediate impact. When you, when you have a guy who's just having one of those games, which he was, Harrison was, and then you lose him, it's like, you got to go elsewhere, and you haven't been going elsewhere. And it's the nature of the game. Like, you're going to have injuries. So it's unfortunate, especially on a hit like that where, you know, ACL thing is just a freak deal. You know, a hit up high. I'm not even getting into the targeting, no targeting. I, I really don't care. I'm not a fan of either one. But you just really want to see two heavyweight teams just go at it and just full, full see health. who comes out. And that's the thing about the targeting, non-targeting. It's like – I don't like them. I don't really get into them. But everybody, yeah. everybody who's anybody says it was targeting. So that's my problem is, okay, this dude's gone now. Mm. The most you can do is at least penalize to the degree that it needs to be penalized. And everybody, the professional, right, the professional referee says targeting, and there, there's nothing called. It's like, wait a second, guys. They're literally losing this player. The, probably the best player on the field. Uh, he's the best guy playing in that game. Yes. There's no doubt. It's like he's gone, and you can't even respect it enough to, to, to help him out. Get, let's get the penalty taken care of. No. At least give him that. Yeah. Um, so I hated it, man. I really do because I just cannot stand. And that's the thing. I can't stand Ohio State as much as I hate I, I don't State, like them at yeah, all. I'm sitting here like, God, they, I wish they had to beat But they, they earned my respect in that game. There's yeah. been times that they haven't showed up, but the only other time where they had my respect as much was the first year of the college football playoff where they won. And they third-string quarterback comes in, and they run the table as a four-seed win it and beat Bama. Yeah. And they look good, and they were a good team. And you look back, you're like, man, that was a solid team. And so this year, to me, I'm like, they had none of that, yeah. you know, elite status at all. Very similar. I mean, made a similar run. But it all comes down to the, the field goal at the end. They don't get it done, and you – you and I were watching it together, and you were calling it exactly like we've seen a hundred times. When you play to not lose, you lose more than you than you win. And so they they played it safe, and you said, oh, "Here we go. We run the ball. Uh, we get down here. We run the ball into a stacked defense, get no yards. I mean, you're instantly setting yourself up for failure because you're afraid to lose the game, and you and settle for a long field goal. Football, baseball, basketball, life, relationships." Uh-oh. <laughs> Never settle. Yeah. Never settle. Yeah. You go for what you want, and it's like when teams – They regret that. When teams make plays to get to the point of make or break, yeah. and you go, I think we're good. Yeah. That's when, buddy, you take it out of your hands. Yeah. Like you go to ESPN and you see the little percentage. It's like I, I can picture the guys in the back office typing it in. Like they get down there, they're like – uh, you know, a high, high state because at that point, you know, Georgia's still, you know, percentage, but it's like Georgia probably, you know, 65% chance to win, run on first down, 70% chance to win, 
Terrible play on second down. Got 77% chance to win for Georgia. And it's like, okay, 57-yard field goal. I mean, it was like, what, 52? Uh, 48 to 50 Yeah, someone's somewhere around that 50 long, mark. Long, for, long. Long for college. And, and it's like the pressure of that kick for that guy, knowing that you really had no business beating this team in anybody's opinion but your own. Like, if you're not an Ohio State player – no one really thinks you're beating Georgia. I'm being honest. I guarantee you, fans, nope. true fans, were like, ah, "It's probably not happening." I hope it does. I'm looking. I'm looking at my wife, going, "Hey, we're high state fans. We're going because baby, it's going to be an awesome time." I want to let you know, yeah. we're probably going to lose yeah. by it, double digits. Yeah. If you would have looked at me and said three point game, I'm like, "Whoa, let me see that." Yeah. Well, it was a one point game, and you miss a game time or game winning field goal. Yeah. So. But that wraps that up, and so you're set up with Georgia and TCU. Uh, TCU is going to be a 13-and-a-half-point underdog as of the last time I looked, which is pretty significant. I'm going to be honest. I hate to be this guy, and I was wrong in these games. I thought that Michigan would handle business, and I thought Georgia would destroy Ohio State, and they didn't. But can you have multiple of those style games, the mentality and the physicality and just that, that high of being that team? I don't think TCU – gives them much of a game. I hope they do, and um, I've been wrong before. But you're not talking about, in my opinion, you're not talking about a, you know, 2015 Ohio State who had a lot of good talent looking back. I mean, I just don't know if, if they do it. What do you think? You are fixing to find out what kind of coach TCU has. Oh, Sonny Dykes. Yeah, you are. First-year coach, magical run. They lost against Kent State, which probably should never happen. Um, you're fixing to find out what he's got because, like you said, he's like, guys, you got tonight, and then we immediately reel it in and go to work to prepare for the biggest moment of your life to date. So what do you think is TCU's tools for success to win against Georgia? Who on paper obviously is a better overall team, but there are vulnerabilities on any team. Do exactly what Ohio State did. You got to attack them deep. Yeah. You got to attack, if you will, but they got to limit possessions. That's one thing they did with Michigan, or did with Michigan that almost cost them. Mm -hmm. You can't just keep giving them ball. You got to milk it a little bit. Be smart. Take shots. Take calculated shots. But they got to take shots. They do. Yeah. Um, I would never in a million years bet for TCU to win this game. I think Georgia fans better hope that Georgia don't walk in there thinking they're 13.5-point favorites. Because they do that, they're going to get beat. Yeah. Because this team has zero care. TCU has zero care. I hope care. they have that swag that, you know, nothing to lose mentality. Because here's the thing. You've done – Okay, going back to the goals, like you didn't win the Big 12, you got there, lost a great game to Kansas mm -hmm. State, who's a really good team. Mm -hmm. Then you win a playoff game against a more capable – Big underdog, big underdog. Not even a more capable team, but a on-paper better uh, – Better fa coach. Favorite better, team yeah. that's been there, their experience. I mean, this is not Michigan's first time being there. Um, so, do you – say, you know, we've accomplished anything that we wanted to minus, you know, the crazy goal of winning the championship, we got nothing to lose. Yeah. Can you go have fun and just sling the rock? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Because maybe I'm going to tell you right now, buddy, you give me a pick, 
I'm taking my man from TC over old Bennett any day of the week. Yeah. Oh, Dugan, Max Dugan. But g- g- give me my man Doogie. The problem with Bennett is and he's not elite, and that's fine. There are tons of national championship quarterbacks that are not elite. That's t- that's totally fine. Honestly, the majority. Yeah, the majority of them. Um, and even the quote-unquote elite ones, you get to the next level, and they're not that elite. It's it's usually the guys you don't really expect to be really, really good that turn out to be really, really good. Oh, Josh Allen from Wyoming? Yeah, or even Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, yeah, yeah, numbers, but was he that good? Tom Brady, Michigan, but um, the dude's just – He's a calculated guy who, when it when he needs a play, they make a play, and he he, he leads them well. You look at him across the board, talent wise, he probably ain't a top twenty quarterback in the nation. That man clutch. He is. I will say that. Yeah, he is. He, he is clutch. Yeah. If you're if if you take those top twenty quarterbacks and you go, I need y'all to make one play to win the game or bend it one play, I bet he does it more than they do. Yeah, probably. But he can't do it all day. Well, he believes in himself, and it's yeah. like. It don't matter how good your talent is if you don't believe you can do it. You're going to be limited. So. Oh, yeah. He does maximize his, his potential and his talent, so I give him that. But uh, that's really it for this. I mean, we'll wrap that up next week. They play Monday night. Um, I'll be watching. It'll be fun. Oh, buddy, I got my merch coming in Saturday. Yeah. Red. Is it white or purple? It's, it's black, black, or Ooh, black or white and purple. Ooh, that's nice. I didn't go jersey. I didn't get that crazy. No, 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 no. You ain't that maybe, devoted. Maybe if they win. Well, but, see, uh, and I'm cool with that because like you're not a you're not really from any particular college town. You never grew up really a college fan of a team, so I don't mind that. But you would throw me out in the dog pen if I came in with any jersey that wasn't Cowboys jersey, because you think that being a player fan is completely unacceptable. Unacceptable, which is crazy. Unacceptable. You know how hard it is for me knowing that I, I cheered for Jalen Hurts for years. And he delivered, but here's and then a, here, now he's on the arch rivals team. Here, here's and I thing. have to hope that he sucks every time Here, we play them. Here's the thing: that's the only team that I hold that standard to. Because yeah. I, because I, I mean, go look I, at I, go I really, look at Devontae Smith when Landon Collins went to the Giants. I really liked him a yeah. lot, and I mean, I was cool yeah. with him. You know what I'm saying? You go to Washington. I like Brian Robinson a lot. That's the only team yeah, that I'm like. I don't care where you came from. We we done. I know. We done. Devontae Smith, man. I mean, that's I, what I'm I love that little skinny I dude. did. I, I liked him a lot. Okay, that's the only Heisman team. winner. That's the only one I hold you to. You, you can like somebody. I don't hate them. I'll tell you this. I, I don't no, hate them. And I if don't they do good, I'm em. like. No, I don't hate them. I just want to fall on their face every single time. If play. they do well, I'm like, that's them dudes. No, I go roll tie. You can say roll tie. When they do, you go roll tie. <sighs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's all you do. I hadn't, thought, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, roll tie. Um, Moving on, man. Before, NFL. Before we move on now. Oh, I did have a couple questions to ask you. Yeah, questions, but. We do. We're talking college, so I'm 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 hitting a I mean 180 mm. basketball. Okay. Did you see yesterday four ranked opponents lost to four unranked, unranked opponents. opponents? Duke lost by 20 to NC State. Well, that's pretty crazy. Insane, dude. Uh, Duke lost to NC State. Well, you're in a conference uh, play now, so yeah, yeah. Um, oh god. You know who didn't lose the other night? Opening. Oh, Alabama! Freaking, uh, they rolling right now. Um, UNC lost again. Go ahead, go ahead, get your yeah, question. Yeah, two, two really, because we already talked about uh, previewing the uh, championship. But is this the greatest playoffs? Semi playoffs, two games. Like so far, right now, four, it, four it, teams, it, two it, games. It, it's the best I think combo of games. Combo. I'd have to go back and look and be more. You know, break down the game. Normally, your four seeds gets destroyed. You have one Normally. game. You have one game that's rough. I mean, two that were 
coin flips. Yep. And you almost had a four versus three championship. That would have been sick. It should. I mean, it should have been. It would have yeah. been amazing. And then uh, rate the bowl season as a whole, not just the playoffs. Like, if you had to, you know, there's been some good. There's been some bad. We've had the Baylor lose by 30 to Air Force. We've because had of or Oregon State absolutely worked Florida. Be, because TCU is seven, overall bowl, four. Four out of ten? I wasn't excited about a bunch of games this year. I, there weren't a bunch of matchups that got me excited. TCU makes it a phenomenal year for me. God. Alabama wasn't in it, so it's like everybody was down here. Right, but that, that adds a different dynamic, but we ain't getting pumped down here. You know how it is. We'd be seeing people streaking down our main street in town, Alabama nah. being a championship. They ain't that crazy because we've been there. They dirty, We've son. been there. They still dirty. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, if somehow Dallas Cowboys make Super Bowl and win that, oh, you man. would be streaking down the street. I, I'm talking but I would be in prison. I'd come back, yeah. I'd be in prison. <laughs> you uh, would just go do something. I, I, do, I had to. I mean, what'd you do? Go steal like an ice cream machine from a McDonald's? Something crazy, <laughs> something crazy, dude. I'd walk in and be like, something illegal, but it's like funny. Dang, I hate to funny. arrest yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, funny. Yeah, funny. Like, like man breaks. Oh, you ain't in, robbing a bank. Man but you. breaks into McDonald's and steals thirty Big Macs. Yes, patties, buns, uncooked. He gonna grill them. Or himself. like go into like the Papa John's and be like, I need thirty large pepperoni pizzas, no pepperoni. Spell out and words then, on them. And then when he. Gives me the peaches, I just take them. That's good. Um, real quick. So, NC State beat Duke by 20, mm-hmm. 24 to be exact. Uh, Georgia Tech beat Miami by six. And this is 16th-ranked Duke, 12th-ranked Miami. Providence by 12 beat number four-ranked UConn. And then Georgia beat Auburn by 12. Wow. Insane, dude. The I, Providence one, I'm not surprised because they are – They're they, a basketball school. They've they, been a uh, – yeah. March Madness team. Yeah, for uh, sure. They for make sure. the tournament, so I'm not super surprised, but yeah. four and one night, buddy. Part of it. Anyways, we're gonna move on to the national fool's bog league. Thought I said bog, but um so no, like big week um coming up, week eighteen in NFL has taken a hit, if you will. Um it just feels weird. It feels dark and like and I'm sitting here thinking. A little too human. Yes. And I'm thinking, and I'm like, I don't think. So, obviously, for people who didn't watch Monday Night Football. If you didn't watch, you probably heard. Yes. You've heard something to some extent about a player um, going into cardiac arrest mid-game. Not a crazy hit. Not nothing out of the way. He gets up, falls. Ambulance comes. They CPR in the field. Teams are distraught. They postpone the game. Now it looks like they're not going to play it at all. Whatever. I just feel like he 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 wouldn't want everybody to be so like just defeated. You know, yes, yeah. yes. Um I agree. So I mean fast forward but here. What do you do? I mean I, it's so it's a, surreal. It's a weird situation. And like Shannon Sharp said, you s- it's hard to say it's different, but it is different. It's it like is. you see you you look at Dak, <laughs> look at Thisman, look at Alex Smith. Uh, those are some of the big ones in our time. Ties not really, but Alex Smith and Dak, you know, their leg breaks is flopping around like a freaking Gumby. I mean, I remember watching Marshawn Lattimore in college. Marshawn Lattimore. I mean, he was the dude coming out. Yes. Breaks his leg very violently. Um, and she's like, okay, they're off the field, carted off, see ya, wish you the best. Just something different about the fact of CPR to revive a dead person. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, yeah. this man was not in, alive. In front of everyone. In front of a lot of people. 
Um, so very distraught. Fast forward, phenomenal news. Yeah. Um, he has made nothing but progress for the last 48 hours. Yeah. Um, today he's fully awake and coherent. Um, they Neurologically still, intact. They still got the, the breathing tube just for a little longer. He's writing uh, to them, and they talked to his dad the morning after, and his dad said he's probably going to smile and ask how the game went. And the first thing he did was write and ask who won the game. Yeah. Um, Which is cool. I mean, because he, he doesn't know the impact. It immediately tells you where his mind is. Yeah. That man is football. Yeah. His and life that, is, and, you know, and that's, what he does. That's where the, you know, these people who have come out and talked about how nasty the sport is and we shouldn't play it. Like, guys, this is how much it means to people. Yeah. Uh, people have talked about people being addicted to the violence. And it's like, this is how much it means to people. This guy just woke up from dying and is like, did the team win? That's what I need to know. Yeah. Um, it means a lot to people. It's their life. But, uh, and it's not really about winning. It's it's that feeling that you have of camaraderie with, like letting you, people down. You you feel a connection with other Dallas Cowboys fans. You know, you you watch a lot of skip. Sometimes it's bad. You bad, watch a lot of skip, connection. and you connect with him. You you get excited about plays. You get excited about drafts. You get excited about hearing their stories and wearing their numbers and you know what's their backstory. So yeah. it goes beyond oh this big play or yeah. this crazy hit. I could do without a crazy hit. Yeah. I get more excited about a, a an offensive guy, you know, long touchdown or a scramble or whatever it may be. Uh the stories that come with it really more than I do oh this guy got his block knocked off. And the yeah. league has made significant strides in in you know making the league safer. But I'm going to be honest, there are a thousand careers out there where that could have happened to somebody. And it does happen to people randomly. That, and that's the thing about this situation is this is like not has nothing to do with football. No. Um, you know, Mike, uh, you know, he had said to me, um, he had told me a story. He's told me about it before. We've talked about it before. But, you know, with this situation, he was at work and one he, uh, he was air traffic controller. And one of the guys calling planes went into cardiac arrest. They pull him out of the chair, lay him down, start CPR, and guy has to jump in the chair and start working his planes on the spot. Yeah, like th this guy's sitting at a station, and it's a stressful job. But yeah. sitting at a station working planes goes into cardiac arrest. Like this has nothing to do with the sport of football. Like yeah. something went wrong, God's plan, if you will, to where his heart just stopped. And I mean, obviously, thank God he's a very healthy human being. So yeah. he's young. Young and the medical attention, immediate professional, um, just training and instincts take over. And here's the thing: I've done a, I've done stressful jobs in front of you know, uh, people who are visible to a project, big money, you know, involved. But I've never done a job in front of millions of people oh, yeah. with a life at stake. Yep. I can only imagine that. You know what I mean? You don't have someone staring over your shoulder. You got millions of people, and I, and nothing against them at all. But I think about refing and the people we have at those games, and it's like, I know the people at those games. I can't imagine who they select to be there. Yeah, like they the A team right there. Yeah. I, I want to see an interview <coughs> with those people, and the family's done nothing but give them, you know, praise and be Good like, news, thank yeah. you so much yeah. for what you did. Yeah. And of course, the nation's done a great job too. Yeah, that's the the first people, and then obviously the people at the hospital, but. Needless to say, um, very impactful event because it's so surreal. It, it brings you back down to earth. You know, we, we think of this game, and it's a fantasy. You know, you you escape from your reality of 
you know, your everyday life and you, you escape for three hours and you watch a game on a, on a Thursday or a Sunday or a Monday and you, you just get bought into this, you know, the fun of it. And then it's like, hey, this is a job and these are lives. And so it's so surreal. But um, it, it reminded me, I, th- I was trying to think of an event that was somewhat similar. It's so hard to find one, honestly, that, that does fit that because you, you mentioned injuries. Really, to me in my lifetime, it, it was most closely related to Dale Earnhardt when he got in his wreck. Of course, it was very much televised. You see that happen. You've seen the impact of that. And this, to me, carried a, a very similar effect. I mean, Dale Earnhardt, Kobe. I mean, yeah. there's, there's a bunch of uh, times in life that this happens. Um, it just – the like you said, the impact that it has to the world yeah. is the difference when it comes to athlete usually. Yeah, um, which is cool because you know, Demar he's he's a second year guy. He he is not. He know. is playing only because of injuries. Yeah, and he's taking advantage of it. But he's what, been very. But good. what's cool about that is like there's no less support because he's a second year guy. Hundred percent. I'm gonna be honest. Ninety nine percent of people don't know this guy. Nobody you knows do his now. story. Nobody knows you know what he's supposed to be. His expectations. You know his uh, charity of you know twenty five hundred dollar gold. Well, that got blew out of the water. It's like it's so cool that it's like oh he's just a second year guy. No. Yeah. Is he a good football player? You know I've heard people say well is he any good? That don't matter. Yeah, they're well over five million dollars in his charity now. Yeah. Because it's like you want to be a part of a movement. And, uh, you know, we've had a lot of social movements the last few years in the country, and this is another social movement in terms of everybody getting together for a common goal of, you know, accomplishing something. And it's like we had no other way to give but to give to a a uh, toy drive. Toy drive. <laughs> $5 million for a toy drive. Like, you um, could toy drive that town for the next 50 years. Yeah. Of that. Before we move on, I do want to take two seconds because I did say an article about it. You know, I do want to shout out. You know, obviously he won't hear it from us, but yeah, for sure. Our listeners, you know, I, I do want their mindsets to be also think about T. Higgins. Yeah, it's a name I've not heard mentioned much. You know, you and they said that he's been. He, I don't know where he is now, but as of yesterday, he's been at the hospital the whole time. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you know, he didn't do anything, but. You know, he, he he gave him a shoulder, just normal. I mean, he, he didn't do anything, but it's like finished a play to know that this man tackled you, exerted his injury to t- his energy to tackle you, and then died, if you will. Uh, it's so vicious to think about, but <laughs> like this man literally collapsed and his heart gave up for that moment. That's a very like, you know, almost like PTSD. Like now, every time someone hits you, you want to get up and go, "You good?" Yeah, like because. You know, so yeah, I, imagine strapping on pads and be like, "Hey, full go, full contact." Yep. Um. So I, I just, you know, I I do hope that you know his team, and I know they are, but his team is surrounding him as well. Yeah. Because it's a weird situation. It is, it is weird situation for him. But anyways, um, it has been nothing but positive coming from it, in my opinion. Um. Yeah. I, I'm it's been super, great. Super excited to get back a little bit to the football this weekend. I think that's what people need. You have the time for the thinking and and the reflecting, reflecting, but. Once you get back into it, it kind of helps you move on. And uh, that's what I think uh, Hamlin would want people to yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's going to be watching his team. Play. Go win the game, boys. Yeah. So so back to football. Yeah. Uh, so big games this week. Uh, one of my favorites, the Saints completely um, God, they bottle, handled, they handled bottled them. the yeah. Eagles. Uh, really frustrated because, you know, 
all it's been talked about now is the Micah comments and other people's comments about the Eagles, you know, are it's the team, it ain't Jalen. I'm on that train. Yeah. Now it's all just immediately. Yeah. Now what y'all want to say? Now what you, well, why don't you question the team though? Because are you saying that that defense who's been just astronomical, who let up 20 and 40 points, it's not their fault they lost? What about the offensive line and the running backs and receivers the who scored game, 10 yeah, points? Yeah. Why all of a sudden now it's like, yeah, now what do you want to say? They've lost their MVP, so they can't. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa we still a football team. Yeah. Dallas was literally, I mean, shot and uh, taken out the pasture, buried after week one. And <laughs> we go four and one with the back. I don't know if I've ever heard you say the word pasture. <laughs> that, that was good, wasn't it? That's some Southern stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Um, it's like, y'all guys couldn't, couldn't beat the Saints? Come on now. Yeah. And I knew it. I knew it was going to be a struggle. That I did, too. That defense around, baby. I, I could not force myself to buy into – because you get your hopes up like, hey, Dallas might get out of the I fifth seed. And it's I like, know. I, I refuse to hope for that. No, nah, I know. Legitimately, unless it happens. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, so Saints have a good win, twenty to ten over the uh, Eagles. Yeah. Um, obviously, Eagles play Giants. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, uh, Lions destroy the Bears. I mean, no one thought that wasn't coming. No, it's just a weird Lions team. It's it's hot and cold, and they're in position. Teams have teams that they struggle with. Yeah, that's true. And these Chiefs. That's a good point. That's a good point. Struggled with the Broncos this year. They did. Broncos scored more points against the Chiefs than they did any other team. Yeah. And. Here it is, 27-24, and all rights, the Broncos could have won. 100%. So, I don't – Chiefs are like, I'm glad the Broncos aren't in the playoffs. You got that right. Uh, but they get it done. Uh, Pats beat the uh, Dolphins. I mean, Dolphins are just – They're in as bad as rumbling. a – Bad of a nosedive as the Ravens. Yes. I mean, two teams who started off really, really good. And Both have had quarterback injuries. Yep. And they've just been faltering on offense. And, uh, again, it's why – don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here as – hope saying that he deserves to be a starting quarterback somewhere but this is why what cooper rush and our team did our coaches did means so much yeah we played some tough teams and we got the job done I mean, we we literally beat the cincinnati Bengals, and they was healthy it wasn't like they wasn't healthy they had everybody yeah when they played us and we beat them week two yeah they've caught some rhythm and they look really good now but it's like we beat them with cooper rush yeah after scoring three beat, points. Beat the Vikings, too, who I know every other game they lose is a 40-point loss. But, yeah. I mean, you're talking about a 12-13 win team. That's a yep. significant. Um, So, Dolphins are just crumbling uh, without Tua. Uh, and the Pats are still in it. Obviously, Dolphins still in it. Uh, Giants, you know, they secure the playoff spot with the wild card weekend uh, with a just obliteration of the Colts. They have just faltered bad. Yeah. It was exciting. They beat the Raiders and yada, yada, and it's like, that's all they gave you, buddy. Yeah, they I was really week. halfway concerned. I'm like, crap, they're going to have new life. We've talked about Jeff Saturday 14 times, and I got to think like he probably ain't coming back as coach, right? I mean, they're not doing anything that's good. It's bad, buddy. It is so bad. 38 to 10, just I mean, they're talking about Daniel Jones cementing himself as being the long-term quarterback for the Giants. Like I'm like... He's dangerously just good enough to be the guy that you need at times, but you are never going to love him. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yep, I agree. Necessary evil. Just a complete meltdown by the Panthers. 
Um, they're up 14 nothing. I'm sitting here just loving every bit of it. And then I, it's it's weird because I could understand if this was from the get-go because it ain't like a guy got hurt mid-game. J.C. Horn got hurt last week, so yeah. they had to start um, Henderson, who's kind of been around the last couple of years. He was a big-time recruit or big-time draft pick out of Florida. Um, second half, Brady just literally drops back and just starts throwing bombs to Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. And Every touchdown was the exact same. And go around, just H- go. H- Henderson's just like I, I, I literally have no idea what was going on. It's like me guarding him. Like I physically am not fast enough, so you would burn me every time. It like was could not the keep weirdest up. thing. So literally, he throws for four hundred some yards. Mike Evans has three forty yard plus touchdowns. It was the weirdest situation ever, and I'm praying more and more every day that the Bucks did not find whatever they needed to find. Well, you look at the stats, you're like, crap, Bucks are here, you know, Cowboys in trouble, but it's like you go back to what you said about the Michigan TCU game. You take away three just one-on-one mishaps, that's 200-and-something yards to him and three touchdowns. Yeah. Other than that, they're still a very mediocre offense for yeah. some reason. Offensive line. Run it, game's offensive garbage. Offensive line all day, baby. So it's like, uh, I don't think they found anything. I, I think not. they they hit that one little, you know, it's kind of like playing Madden. You just get this one little cheat, you know, that you figure out this one little glitch, and they God, they expose that, that. But I can't imagine that you just running down the field on every team like well, that. We'll probably fix and find out. Um, yeah. Jags destroy the Texans. No, no question there. Uh, Cowboys beat the Titans. Um, I will say, because I was there yeah, in person. You got to um, go to Nissan Stadium, Nashville, yeah, good, Tennessee. Good time, good time. Got to walk Broadway and uh, stare at people. Um, doing weird things, yeah. and uh, they do that in big cities. Dress weirdly, yeah. Um, kind of like New Orleans. It was twelve o'clock. Walking back to the hotel, not because we were out. Literally, by the time we got out of the game and got, ain't it terrible? Yeah. Seven something kickoff when you're not at home is yeah. rough. Um, and there was a girl being like carried from the hotel down to Broadway. Like we're like, you just started, girl. It's gonna be a long night. But anyways, and you do not envy any. Yeah, of that. yeah. Bless her. Bless her. Um, <laughs> phenomenal game, the sport of football, just being there, man, yeah, yeah, so yeah. cool. Um, you know, hearing the crowd and like getting to see, because like I said, you know, certain angles, obviously watching at home is way better in the sense of getting to see everything. Detailed. But when you're at the game, you get to see the formation better. You get to see the alignments better because you're at a different view angle. So I'm sitting there like, Hey, you know, hey, babe, you're talking about, hey, watch, watch, you know, uh, slot receiver on this play. Watch the middle of the field. I'm telling her different things. You know, watch, watch, cut across here. Watch a slant. Um, you know, you, you see the play unfolding, and I'm, you know, I'm sitting there just jumping and pointing because I see the guy open. Um, but no, it, it was the exact game I thought it was going to be. Just to be honest, I was not mm-hmm. confident. I don't care who they set. Um, that is a very well coached team, very defensive team, number two in the league in rush defense. Uh, no Pollard. We didn't even want to try him. Um, they read an article, and it, it was very obvious. We were doing very vanilla run run plays, just kind of dives and you know nothing crazy, uh, just kind of holding that all in pocket for the playoffs. Thursday night game, it's hard to get up, short rest. All those things go into factor, and I think that's one of the reasons that all these Thursday night games have been so mediocre. Um, but we get the job done. We went, you know uh, – <clears throat> You know, win by we cover the thirteen point spread or whatever it was, win by fourteen, um, in in Tennessee after coming off an of Eagles game Saturday night. I mean, emotional, just 
slugger. Well, what, what, what do you what do you think? You know, Dallas going to just walk out here and win by thirty? No. Yeah. Um, we did lose another person. We lost our center. They said he should be back for wild card, but most definitely divisional round if we win the wild card weekend. Luckily, we have a phenomenal offensive line, plug and play. Looked like they were going to be uh, get the job done for a wild card game. Uh, you just lose that depth instantly. So, um, loved it. Had a good time. Was in a suite for the first time in my entire life. It Would was, you ever pay to do that again? No, not suite. Which I didn't have to pay this time. But. Well, no, 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 I know. But would you ever pay if you if you ever would you ever be like you know what the suite was awesome I'm paying the money. Uh no. Yeah. No. Um, because there's a lot of people in there that really don't care about football. No, no. There's no. a lot of people that do care about football, but there's a lot of people that don't care about football. Um, the real fans are out there. Nasty elements. Dirty. Rainy. Fifty um, degrees. But yeah, so good game. Uh, 49ers squeaked by the Raiders. Best game of the week. I watch for whatever reason I watch every second of it. Um, it I was, was just hoping, game. hoping the Raiders yeah. get it done. Uh, still watching, watch for those cracks in in the chink. There ain't many, man. The chink in the armor. They're I put, said cracks in the chink. They're putting, cracks in the chink of the chink of the armor. Yeah, uh, that's how closely do, you're trying to do, do, Doctor Seuss um, wrote that. But uh, how many games have the 49ers won in a row now? Seven. Seven, I think. And like I've that's talked, I've talked a lot about that, buddy. That's as impressive you know, as what the so, Bengals so are doing. They're gonna run eleven. That's what you got to do. You got to run off 11. Yeah. Buddy, that's it's hard. hard. It is hard. Um, you almost rather lose one. I told you. I told you, buddy. You know, week 15, I'd rather 16, lose now. 17. Rather lose now. Um, I will say the Raiders exposed them a little bit. You catch them in man and you take shots because that's what Raiders did, dude. I was impressed with Stidham. Oh. Stupid, did good. stupid, did good. impressed. But again, caught him in man. I don't. Warner's phenomenal. No, he's good. He's really good. You think he guarding Waller downfield? No, sir. I, I love you, buddy. Ain't happening. Yeah, shouldn't happen. Yeah, and and that's what was what they were doing. They were catching him in man and taking shots. Oh, you want to take your middle linebacker and guard Waller down the seam? Okay. You want to go man up on Devonte Adams? No help. Yes, sir. We got you. That's what you got to do, man. If they want to go man up, take the shots. Give your players a chance. Devontae Adams probably, without a doubt, top two receiver in the league. Yeah. You, yeah, threw, you threw him the ball, and he made the play. Is there a better receiver this year than him? Better this year than him? Seeing that Cup's been out for weeks now. Because he was on pace to do I what he did. been off months, son. Weeks? Weeks? I mean, that's – I'm going to been off for, like, since week three. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he played quite a bit. We'll check. No, nah, he played a. We'll check he the did. tapes. Go look. Um. Consistency, no. No, nah, he's been on a tear. <laughs> like, but, it, but I don't think he had maybe one bad game, yeah. two bad games. He's had a couple. He had he had Je- a couple. Jefferson is phenomenal, but that man has had like four games That's where point, he disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Man, he explodes though. So we, I mean, yeah. What's that off of? Uh, I uh, have no idea. Oh, it's off of uh, Stomp Yard. Oh, really? Yep. Um. Anyways, yeah. Speaking of Justin Jefferson, coolest. I love it, dude. I love this about football. I love the trash talking when it is appropriate, and you are backing it back up. Back it up. Got to back it up. Uh, Jair Alexander, funny, funny dude, come out this week. Fluke, fluke, fluke. That's all it was. Just Jefferson's game against us. Fluke, fluke, fluke. 
And it's like, okay. And like I said, Justin Jefferson don't scare me because I am two for two against Justin Jefferson. Trayvon Diggs has shut Justin Jefferson down two for two. So I'm like, okay, buddy. He put that work in week one. And that man got owned by Green Bay Packers this weekend. The Vikings got owned 40, 42 to 17, 41, 17. 17. Um, And they tried to just forcing the ball, forcing the ball. And they made a really good play on it, knocked it down. And Jair Alexander got up and did the gritty literally Mm. right in Justin Jefferson's face across the field. Boom, 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 hitting Mm. it. I'm like, that is filthy. I loved every second of it. Yeah. um, Packers are – they have found a That's groove. That's a tear, son. They they have found a groove, and it was complimentary football. That's the scary part. And the I defense got, is actually being what we thought. Yes, playing well, and it's like I'm gonna be honest. That's not a team I want to run it back with. Packers scared me more than the 49ers do because I look at the Packers. They were as low as you can get. Low as you like. Low. Do we even? They were lower than Rodgers even saying relax. Like, he couldn't yeah. even say relax. They were yeah. so low. Like, he was like, I'm probably gone. People hated him. Yes. I honestly thought he was retiring. Yes. Now, I'm not lying. And the reason why I say that about them and the 49ers is because they're both I'm both looking great right now, yeah. right? But it's like you look across and you go, all right, got to make a play. Usually comes down to the quarterback making the play. And you know what's, you know what's scary to me? So Packers have been there, done that as a 13-win team. Number one overall seed, home field advantage. They've come from the depths this year. They're a team with nothing to lose. Battle-tested. Battle-tested. Mentally, they're like, screw everybody else. We've been through it. They literally have nothing to lose. So that, to me, is a way scary. It's almost like a – it's kind of like Spider-Man 3. Is it 3? Where he gets the old uh, little – what you call it? A little goth look. Little, little dark side, yeah. well, <laughs> and and they look up right because they're still looking up. Yeah, they are. And you go, all right, Giants beat us. What do we got to lose? Like you said, oh, Dallas. I think I got them. Hold on, I got I got them in my back pocket here. Thing somewhere. is, they're better now than when they beat us, which so, I think we are a little bit in areas better. But it's like they still beat us. Tampa, can they score? You know, Vikings? Oh, we got to play them again? Oh, okay. They beat a lot of those teams. 49ers, it's like, they destroyed us. What do we got to lose? Yeah. Eagles, they beat us. What do we got to lose? They look up and see everybody and go, we're just going to play football. Yeah. We don't expect nothing. We're just going to play. Mm-hmm. Dangerous. Baby. I agree. We they It could all just be for naught, but I do agree. Um, I, I do agree. Steelers do the Steelers, and uh, – it's it's the equivalent of what the Packers have done. They've kind of hit a weird little groove. They yep. went in an ugly game against the Ravens, and oh, now they are hideous. they're on the cusp of uh, putting off a losing record for Mike Tomlin for what yeah. like a millionth time in a row. Yep. So unbelievable. Very different situation because they're a young team. I mean, Najee's a second year guy. Um, you got uh, star receivers. P- Pickens. Pickens is a super young guy that's talented. Firemuth. You know, Pickett, Firemuth. So they they're young. And he said that. I mean, we watched that clip of uh, Tomlin on the sideline saying, talking to his young guy, saying, "Hey, you know, go out, well, I don't remember what he said. Let's get better day, or let's mature, grow up, right here, something to that effect." Of he's in the moment with them, and it's so cool to see a guy just as passionate about coaching when you're, you know, five and nine. Well, they're not nine, five and eight, as you are when you're 
you know, they won that one year, uh, God, so many games in a row starting off. And it's like, you're, yeah, you're just as passionate now with a underwhelming record. Well, and the thing about him is totally like irrelevant to this conversation, in my opinion. You got a man a crush coach. on him as a coach, don't yeah. you? Yeah. As a coach, but he is what you want Aaron Rodgers to be to his young receivers. Yeah. He's meeting them where they're at. That's true. He's been there, won Super Bowls. You had Ben Roethlisberger for 30 Hall of years. Famers at many different positions. All these guys, and you're meeting these young dudes where they're at, and you're like, guys, listen, I'll tell you this. One, I am going to be hard on you. Two, I'm going to be hard on me. And three, we're going to go to war together. Yep. It's us together. Yep. I'm only as good as you are, and you're only as good as I am. Aaron Rodgers is like, screw but y'all, you know I need y'all that, step though? up. I don't see – here's the thing, too, is I'm not a great butt kisser. I'm not a great public uh, person. You know, people probably look at me at times and be like, this guy's kind of standoffish. Like, yeah. And you've said that about me. You're like, oh, when you wear sunglasses and a hat, you're like a douche. I'm like, I might do. I don't know. So I think the media's perception of Aaron's so bad, and it's like, oh, he don't have a family life, and he don't want kids, like all this goof. Oh, I don't care about none of that. Right, but it's like – I don't know what he's like in the locker room. Maybe maybe after a game, because here's the thing, Tom Brady, there's no tails left to chew on the sideline after any game he's played this year. He is chewing everybody out. Then he hits the podium, then he cracks a grin, and then they go back to work. So it's like on the field it's rough, you know, and he's he seemed like he just chewing everybody out. But maybe Aaron Rodgers behind closed doors is very different I, than what we're perceived him as being. I don't know. We'll get a plant. We'll get a bug plant and find out. I do know that they've turned it around a little bit. So 100%. Because his receivers start catching footballs. Yeah. Um, but that leads us into just, I mean, what this week holds, man. Yeah, I don't uh, have the schedule here, but, I mean, we, you've got some seed oh stuff going God. on. There's just a lot going You're on. You're talking about the schedule? Really, all you need is the it's seed. A very, it's a this. very weird schedule, honestly. Uh, no Thursday night, obviously, which I'm cool with that. I'm totally good. Um, but Saturday, you only got two games. Um both pretty big games. Chiefs at the Raiders. Chiefs trying to seal up the one seed. Um, How impressive would that be? Are you impressed with the Chiefs this year? I know you've always not really. I I will say I unequivocally am impressed because listen, their run game is like eh, nothing right home about. You lose Tyreek Hill, they don't miss a beat. You're still thirteen win team, maybe be fourteen. Patrick Mahomes, 5,000-plus passing yards without a guy who was on pace to break, you know, 1,800 to 2,000 yards this year and was doing that. It's like they this, don't miss a beat. This it's is crazy. This is why. Okay. Look at their schedule. Yeah. All right. You beat the Cardinals. means nothing. Oh. Beat the Chargers by three week two. means nothing because that's week two. Week two Chargers are trash. But it's divisional. Lost to the Colts. Beat the Bucks. 41-31, Bucks were trash. You beat the Raiders by one in Kansas City. At that moment, Raiders were Divisional, trash. Divisional, though. Divisional. You know how those go. Lost to the Bills, one of the teams that matter. What was the score on that one? Uh, 24-20 in Kansas City. Great game. Biggest game of the year. They did beat the 49ers in San Francisco. I give them all the credit in the world for that. That was before I think they were rolling, but it was before me. Anyways, moving on. They beat Titans at home by three. Mm. They beat the Jags at home by ten. Pretty good. That's a quality mm. win now because that's about the time Jags start rolling. <laughs> Jags are good right now. Beat the Chargers by three. Divisional. 
you beat the Rams. Not good. Lose to the Bengals, one of two teams that matter. What was the score in that one? 27-24. That's a good game. Barely beat the Broncos. Divisional. You beat the Texans by six. That's not good. You beat the Seahawks in Kansas City. Yeah. So, literally no away games. And then you barely beat the Broncos in Kansas City. That's why I'm not impressed because overall I look at it. I, sh- we, we, I would we, love we, to see. We looked at the graphic. Dallas against winning teams is 5-1. and one. Yeah. Guess who that lost, that one loss is to? Against the Eagles. Which is a divisional game. Go find With me a backup quarterback. But go find me another team. With a backup quarterback. But go find me another team that hasn't lost a divisional game all year. That's impressive. Just being honest with you. Because are you impressed with the Bills being the AFC uh, East? And are you saying that the that the uh, Dolphins, the way they're playing right now, the Jets, the way they're playing, you, you think those are better teams than the Raiders and the, the Chargers? No. Not really. I mean, everybody's lost to a divisional opponent. Most likely. Am I wrong? Most likely. Did the 49ers lose? That might not be it. Most likely, we will not have lost to any team that is out of the playoffs. That is impressive. Yeah. Our three losses, right, three, four losses. Yeah, four. Bucks, Eagles, um, Jags, and Packers. Yeah. And three, three of those four are away games. So who are you impressed with, then, if it's not the Chiefs? 49ers, 100%. Go look at the schedule. Are they are – they Look at that schedule. I'm just comparing. Look at that schedule. Let's compare that schedule. <laughs> um, I want to see the Bengals. You love some Bengals right now. Oh, I, I want to go back. I don't look. know who doesn't. No, no. I mean, they're they're hot. They're they're. Um. So forty hours week one lose to the Bears. Mm, great, great. In Chicago, great loss. Beat Seahawks by twenty. Lose to the Broncos eleven and ten. Mm-hmm. Imagine that, buddy. This Imagine is this that. is still old. That's week three, Jimmy G. No, yeah, no right? sir, no sir. Thought he came in that's week all, two. That's, that's old Trey Bance. You sure? No, it's Jimmy G. Thank you. That was game one, baby. Game one. He played. He came in, and then that was game one start, and it was weird on the road in Denver. You can say it's where you want. Anyways, not so, good. So, so two very unimpressive. Beat, starts. beat, beat the Rams by twenty. Not beat not the Panthers by twenty. Lose to the Falcons. I'm telling you, son. I'm telling you. Lose to the Chiefs. Beat the Rams by 20. They beat them twice by 20? 31-14. I'm, I'm saying 20 just randomly, but 24-9 okay. and 31-14. Wow. So 15-17, pretty good. Uh, beat the 49ers by They seven. beat themselves, wow. I'm sorry, beat the beat the Chargers. So. <laughs> uh, beat the Cardinals by 30 or 28. Um, beat the Saints 13 nothing. Beat the Dolphins by Not 20. Good. That's uh, good. Beat the Bucks by twenty-eight. That's good. Beat the Seahawks by seven, eight. Sorry, by eight, and then beat the Commanders by seventeen, I'm just and saying. then beat the Rams by three. Ain't ain't looking great. It ain't looking great. I'm impressed with who they they're are right now. They're a good team, though. They're a good team. Well, I'm impressed right now. Well, you're, but you said I'm you were. I know. Chiefs. Listen though, but you said you weren't impressed with Chiefs because the resume. You're like record ain't good enough. Resume's not that good. The the Forty Nineers resume is well, not that good. It, it's not that great. But, but I don't want paper. They are now. I know on paper they're a good team. I look at Chiefs. You look at the potential. resume ain't great and ain't like they're just on fire right they now. They might be fourteen and three. They struggle losing a top two to three receiver You're in right. the league. You're right. And we are um thirteen and four. No, we're thir- 
I'm sorry, twelve and four could be thirteen and four with five games with a backup quarterback. Why ain't comparing us to them? I, it, it, it was just I compare a resume. You said cheap. resume. Well, what what struck me is because you lose Tyreek and you still throw for five thousand yards, which is a pretty elite. You know, like you hit five thousand. I it's will say rare. the offense has not hit many speed bumps without Tyreek, which, which is, crazy. is great. Yeah. I give them a lot of credit for doing that. Go go Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs Kingdom is how they say it. Is that what it is? I don't so, even know. I have no idea. Uh anyways, so that's Saturday night is the big one. Titans at the Jaguars for all the moolah. I cannot wait yeah, to yeah. watch this game. Um, I mean Derrick Henry's back. They're yeah. like he's healthy. Jags on a freaking roll. The winner of that game is AFC South Champs goes to the playoffs. Loser done. Right. No. Yeah, I think well, the Jags, you gotta have like seventeen teams lose. Yeah, Jags can get in, but it, they need like a seven b- some weird stuff. Yeah. yeah, we're not gonna break down all that. No, no, because no, it's no, just no. a lot. Um, well, I can pull it up. Yeah. Brown Steelers probably gonna be a good game. Steelers have to win that one. Ravens Bengals would be a good game if Lamar Jackson was playing. It's probably gonna be a trash one. Vikings Bears, man. Patriots at the Bills gonna be a good game. Patriots got to win to keep their playoff hopes alive. Uh, Jets at Dolphins, same thing for Dolphins. They got to win. Um, Bucks, Falcons, nobody cares. Panthers, no. Saints, literally less people care about that one. Texans, Colts. And you know what's crazy is in this region, me being without the Sunday ticket, I'll get those trash games. And what is the even game, worse so? than Panthers, Saints is the Texans, Colts. Like if you could not care about a game, then you would have the Texans, Colts game, and that would be the. I'm definition. gonna look it up right now. What games will be on um, my TV? The big games for a lot of reasons is all 325. NFL did them dirty. Cardinals, Niners, Cowboys, Commanders, Rams, Seahawks, Giants, Eagles. All four of those games are at 325 with huge implications. Yep. Uh, Chargers, Broncos at 325 as well. And then the probably number two game of the weekend is Lions, Packers, Sunday night. Um, that's a good one. Huge game, so I, I can pull it up. It's pretty pretty easy. Um, playoff clinching scenarios. I know some of them, but here's all of them. Um, so still in the hunt for the seven seed is Seattle, Detroit, Green Bay. So it's locked up in the NFC through the six because um, Giants locked a six spot. So. Scenarios is if Eagles win, they clinch the NFC East right. or Dallas lose. Um, they clinch uh, they clinch number one seed with a win or us and San Fran lose. Yeah. San Fran clinches the one seed uh, with them winning and Philly losing. Dallas will clinch the NFC East with a win and Philly loss. They will clinch the number one and home field advantage with a win and Philly San Fran losing. This is where that seven seed comes in here. So Seattle has to win and they need the Lions to win. So if Seattle wins and Lions win, Seattle gets seven. Lions have to win and need Seattle to lose to get the seven. Um Green Bay wins, they're in. Uh Green Bay wins the game. They will be in the driver's seat for the seven seed. Um so, pretty big deal there. Uh, so, Packers control their own destiny? Yeah, that's wow. the thing. Pa- I mean, pa- Packers, it's on them. If they win, they're in. That's incredible. Uh, AFC, little fish here. So, Chiefs clinched the um, number one by home field with a win plus a Bills loss. 
um, Bills clinch with a win and uh, the Chiefs losing. Um, obviously, we talked about Jack's tie, uh, Titans. Uh, Bengals win. They get the um, North title. Uh, here's the seven seats for the for um, the AFC. So Patri- Patriots get it if they win or Dolphins loss. Um, and Steelers lose against the Browns. And Jags beat the Titans. Who do they need? Who was that? So Patriots have to win, and they need Dolphins to lose, Steelers lose, and Jaguars yeah. win. All that's so, not probably likely. Yeah. Dolphins get it if they win and Patriots lose. Steelers get it if they win and Dolphins lose and, and Patriots lose. Pats lose, yeah. So who do you think is most likely there? It's got to be either Steelers or the, I'd say, or the I'd, Dolphins. I say Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins the have, Yeah, Dolphins have the easier route because if they win and Patriots lose to the Bills, they're in. So but what happens if the Dolphins win but the Pats win as well? Um, Who's in right now? Uh, are the Dolphins in? No, the Dolphins are not in. Pats. Pats are in. Yeah. So if Dolphins win, Pats win. Pats, yeah. Pats, Pats win, they're in. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then we talked about NFC. So, yeah, uh, it. I love when it comes down to the last week. All right, um, so I, I think Packers are in. I think they beat um, Lions and get in. Do you disagree? I'm not that confident about it. Yeah. So you if you, Lions you, have nothing to play for, you I, think probably the Seahawks are going to be the team. They're they, playing they the have, Rams. They have the easiest route. Yeah, they're playing the Rams. So they just need a win and a Packers loss. Lions need a win and a Seahawks loss to the Rams, who suck, who did not play well last week. They still playing Baker though, so I mean, but that might, might come out and just be stupid. I mean, there's nothing better if you're not making the playoffs to play spoiler to a division rival. Oh, 100%. Um, so you think most likely Seattle's going to make it. Who do you, who would you rather see make it? If we're the five seed, Packers. You would rather see them make it? Yeah. I want no parts of the Packers. Because they upset San Fran. I'll take, I'll, That's true. I'll take the Packers division round. I'll take it. But we ain't got to play them. That's the thing. Pa- say, Packers, say Packers come in. We would only play them if it made it like way far around. Like we're, we're going to... Eagles. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 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 Yeah. We're we would go to um, the we would okay. So Minnesota. You got, you got or it, say say it stays the way it is. Eagles, San Fran, Minnesota, Bucks, true, us, Giants, Packers. Packers win. They beat San Fran. They go to it, uh, Philly. Yes. We would either go to Minnesota. Yeah. Or host the Giants. And if for some reason the Packers win, we would host them. If the Packers would beat Philly, then and we then. would host Packers. NFC Championship. Let's go Pack. Let's go Pack. That's a good point. Let's do it. That's the thing. If we're going to stay at five, I want Packers to go. True. A little spoiler I think action. they could do it, man. I mean, I know I'll tell li- you right now. I know Lions are If lines, they beat the Lions, I, they, they I will bet them. for them to beat San Fran. They have owned the yeah. Lions. I will put money on it right now. They beat San Fran. That's good. Do you think we beat the Bucks? 
if we right, we'll talk about it next week. But I don't want to think about it. I just want to watch a game I ain't got stress about, and then we'll talk about because I well, I'm the problem is death. we got to play now because we play the same time. I'm scared to death. Do you think they're going to look at the the scores? Hundred percent. Halftime, they're up twenty. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. All right. What makes me mad is Daybo came out and said he ain't sitting starters, and now they said practice practice this week. He uh, he full of garbage. They, Why would you not? Yeah. Because um, Giants are like. They remind me of a Seahawks team of a while back where it's like they're not going to win the NFC, but it's like they might get a first-round win maybe. Yeah. Like they're just They got the easiest matchup of all whole, the whole weekend. They, they're they just good enough where they'll, they'll win a game yep. potentially. They got the easiest matchup of the weekend, and that's at Minnesota. Yep. Ain't that crazy? Minnesota lost two more offensive linemen. Whew. Awful. Mm. But anyways, that's what we got for you. A lot of info. Yeah. Have a great rest of the week. Tomorrow's Friday. Watch and, some football. Uh, watch the ball. See ya. See ya.